This is Children's Hour, coming to you from AWR Ghana, Voice of Hope. AWR Ghana, Voice of Hope. With you in mind, we have programs such as Bible verses, recitals, story time, singing, and many, many more. Just for you. Stay tuned. And our troubled days offended, we shall join us together, singing praise to our God, who lead us together, who will bring us together, who will bring us together, our life will expand. When this world is over, and our troubled days offended, we shall join us together, singing praise to our God. before him who owed him 10,000 talents. He had nothing on him. He was broke. His master then commanded that he should be sold together with his wife and children and all that he had. He fell down to his feet and pleaded and he was forgiven. Just as he left, he found a man who owed him only a hundred denarii. He took him by his throat and said, pay me my money. His fellow servant fell down and pleaded. But this man threw him into prison. Passerby saw the doings of the servant and was reported to the master. Then his master said, You wicked servant, I forgive you all you owe because you begged me. But why can't you do likewise? 
The question is, but why can't we forgive? Forgiveness is essential for good interpersonal relationships. You cannot give a hug with your arms folded. Martin Luther King said, Forgiveness is a command. Jesus says, Forgive 70 times 70 times. Our forgiveness to others assures us of God's forgiveness for us. Jesus said, If you forgive men their sin, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. The weight of unforgiveness greatly drags a person down to earth. Unforgiveness is a veil that blocks a person from reasoning. It is a tremendous load to carry in the race we are called to run. Forgiveness is a virtue of the brave. Therefore, when faced with the decision of whether to forgive and forget, never make excuses like, as you don't know what a person did to me. That may be true, but instead, know what unforgiveness will do to you. What really matters is what happens in us, not to us. Unforgiveness leads to bitterness and bitterness to revenge. Revenge is often like biting a dog just because the dog beats you. Instead of revenge, consider what the Bible says. Vengeance is mine. Francis Bacon asks, In taking a revenge, a man is but even with his enemies. But in passing it over, he is superior. You can't get ahead whilst you are trying to get even. Build bridges, don't bomb them. People who bomb bridges end up isolated, left alone, and end up only dealing with neutrals and enemies the rest of their lives. Vengeance is a poor traveling companion. Every Christian is called to a ministry of reconciliation. Getting even causes imbalance and unhappiness. Never underestimate the power of forgiveness. Forgiveness is the one power you have over a person who slanders or criticizes you. Forgiveness is really the best form of revenge. To err is human, but to forgive is divine. Forgiveness does not change the past, but enlarges the future. The farther you walk in forgiveness, the greater the distance you put between yourself and the negative situation. Forgiveness gives you a strength in your spiritual work and a second wind in the ways of life. The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. To forgive is to set a prisoner free, just to discover that the prisoner was you. Always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them so much. Brethren, he that cannot forgive others breaks the bridge over which he himself must pass if he would ever reach heaven. For everyone needs to be forgiven. As a Christian, as a child of God, you need to forgive and let go of revenge because there is an adage which says, an eye for an eye will end up making the whole world blind. Therefore, brothers and sisters, I urge you all to forgive. This is Osei Elizabeth Dansua. Thank you.
Hello listener. Welcome once again to Storytime. Today we are going to entreat ourselves to a very interesting topic and it's entitled King David's Last Wishes. By this time, David was a very old man and he knew that he did not have much longer to live. He had reigned as king of Israel for 40 years and during that time he had tried to serve God and God's people to the best of his abilities. That is why God called David his friend and a man after his own heart. Before he died, David wanted to meet with all the authorities of Israel. So he invited them to an assembly in Jerusalem. The leaders of Israel's tribes, the army leaders, court officials and all the distinguished persons in the kingdom came to the meeting. The prominent guests were amazed when the old king stood up without any assistance and began to speak with a loud and powerful voice. Listen to me, my brothers and my people, David thundered. I took it upon myself to build a house for the ark of the covenant. He carried out all of the preparations to build it. However, the God Almighty has decided that my son Solomon will build this temple, and not I. He has chosen Solomon to be the king of Israel. As my people, I call upon you to listen to God's commandments. If you do this, this land will always belong to you and your descendants. He then turned to his son Solomon, who was standing right next to him. He spoke to him so that everyone could hear. And you, my son, get to know the Lord your God better every day, and be prepared to do everything He tells you. Serve Him with earnestness and humility. Finally, do not lose sight of the important task God has given you. You have been chosen to build the temple of the Lord, so go about your work with great courage and energy. After these words of encouragement, David gave Solomon the building plans for the temple, which contained detailed instructions for the construction of the entrance hall. All of the buildings, storerooms, rooms on the upper floor, and the most holy place, also known as the Holy of Holies, in which the Ark of the Covenant was to stand. I have drawn all this up as God has shown me, David explained. Those present were amazed at his words. No one could have guessed that the building plans for the temple were already complete and that God himself had communicated them to the king. David continued, He will need large amounts of building materials for the temple of the Lord is to be a splendid and magnificent house, more beautiful than any other. We need the best wood, iron, copper, gold, silver, and precious stones. I have already donated a large part of the necessary materials for my own property, and some of you have made donations as well. Are you prepared to donate even more to the temple? The crowd of people became excited. All of the leaders and important and prominent persons agreed. Yes, we want to help make the temple of God especially beautiful, for God deserves our best. King David was very pleased with this response, and he thanked God with a prayer. After that, he prayed for Solomon that God would be with him while the temple was being built and help him live according to the commandments. In the coming days, more and more gold, silver, bronze, and iron was donated to the temple fund. The people brought their gifts voluntarily. They were pleased about the building of the temple and were very enthusiastic to be able to contribute to this great task. Throughout his life, King David made some serious mistakes. But he loved the Lord greatly and always repented and asked for forgiveness. Now he was at the end of his life and his greatest concern was that his son Solomon, aided by the people of Israel, would build a temple worthy for the 
Almighty Lord, and that everyone would respect and obey his commandments. King David is certainly an example of love, devotion, and faithfulness that we should try to imitate, both in the recognition of his sins, his self-denial, and the way he generously gave all that he had to God. For now, listener, it's bye-bye. To contact us, write to Adventist World Radio, Ghana, Valley View University, P.O. Box, AF595, Adenta, Accra, Ghana. Or call us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-208-704-532 or email us at Radio at vvu.edu.gh
Once again, I have a privilege to talk to my lovely, wonderful children. I love children so much. And come to think of it, Jesus, the only Savior of the world, loves you so much. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Jesus is the only Savior of the world. If you have Him, you have life. But if you do not have Him, you cannot have life. Jesus is what you need. Today I have captioned my sermon, Brotherly Love. And our memory verse is taken from Matthew chapter 5 verse 9. I am taking it from the NIV, the New International Version. The Bible says the blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called Sons of God. I am going to tell you a story in the Garden of Eden. After Adam and Eve sinned against God, they had two sons, Cain and Abel. Cain became a farmer, Abel became a shepherd. Every day, Cain worked in his field while Abel took his sheep to graze. Abel loved God. He wanted to do the things God asked. He liked bringing gifts to God, and he loved to worship Him. Cain was different from his brother. He grumbled and complained. He wanted to do things his way. He didn't like worshiping God. Cain didn't want to think about what God, through his parent, told him to do. You remember what happened. God told Adam and Eve that they could eat from any tree in the garden except one. If they eat from that tree, they will die. But Adam and Eve listened to Satan and eat from the tree. They did not die right away. But they had to leave their beautiful home, the Garden of Eden. God told them about his plan to send his son to die for them. But it will be some time before Jesus came to this earth. So God found a way to show Adam and Eve what it meant to die. After Adam and Eve sinned, flowers died and leaves fell off the trees, and God killed an animal to make clothes for Adam and Eve. They began to understand a little bit about death. Then God showed Adam how to make an altar of stones. He showed him how to take a perfect lamb from the flock and place it on the altar. Adam was to kill the lamb and offer it as a sacrifice. Sacrificing an animal was a way for Adam and Eve 
to say they were sorry for their sins. It was also a way to say thank you to God for the promise that Jesus would come. This sacrifice was to remind Adam and Eve that Jesus would die for their sins. Children, Adam and Eve felt terrible when they understood this. When they were old enough, Cain and Abel learned to sacrifice animals for their worship too. Abel accepted God's promise that Jesus would die for him. But Cain did not listen. And God listened to the sacrifice of Abel. God accepted the sacrifice of Abel. And therefore, Cain slayed his brother. The Bible says that we shouldn't be like Cain, but we should be like Abel. Let us love one another. Abel will one day be in heaven because he loved God. Children, love your neighbors as yourself. God is love, and he plays that kind of brotherly love in our hearts. May God bless you, and may you love everyone you see on this earth. The only one you can't love is the devil. Because he has nothing good for you. Jesus is the only one who has something beautiful for you. He has a home prepared for you to live eternally with him. One day we are going to spend a period of many years with this wonderful Jesus. Let brotherly love be among us. Because if we do so, heaven is rest assured for us. Thank you so much for listening to me, your brother, Ezekiel Asamoah, speaking from Adventist World Radio. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you. May you bless my children. Bless all who are listening to me. Thank you, God, for having such a blessing for us. Thank you for writing our names in the book of life. Thank you for preparing a place for us in heaven. Thank you, O Lord Jesus. As children, we love you, and we know you love us the more. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. To contact us, write to Adventist World Radio, Ghana, Valley View University, P.O. Box, AF595, Adenta, Accra, Ghana. Or call us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-208-704-532 or email us at radio at vvu dot edu 
www.ghradio.gh. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, to contact us, write to Adventist World Radio, Ghana, Valley View University, P.O. Box AF595, Adenta Accra, Ghana, or call us on plus 233-307-051-058, or plus 233-208-704-532. Or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh.